Hi, good morning, everybody. Good morning, dance. It is very warm up here. I've already had um, a couple of failures this morning when I managed to put my trousers on back to front. Didn't realise till I got to church, put my hands in the pockets and realised they were there instead of there. Then changed them, only to find I put them on the wrong way around again. So, you know, probably what Ruth is saying, well, may come to pass, she may have to cross me over the road sooner than she thinks. She didn't finish that story because then I did pretend that I'd gone a bit funny. They're taking me away, please, come and help me somebody. But do you know, we were totally and absolutely ignored. And I think this was on the, on the seafront at Torquay. You came to church with your trousers on the wrong way. Yes. Tell everybody where you got changed. Behind the curtain there. I came in and asked Steve if he knew where she was. And he went, she's behind the curtain, changing her trousers. Well, what can I say? Right. I wonder, I think Ruth stole my thunder a little bit this morning because I was going to ask what, what gifts uh, any dads here had had for Father's Day. I have got Roy's, one of his gifts here. It's just around the back. Just excuse me while I go and fetch this. It's not these bags. Those are something else. It's this bag. So have you had a message like this? You are one in a million, trillion, zillion. And Roy opened up his present. And here it is, a T-shirt. I don't know if AIDS got one the same, because the last time they both had one identical, didn't you? This one, right? Oh, protecting and providing since day dot world's best dad. What's he got? Oh, vintage collection, obviously, with um, Roy's age. World's best dad. Who is the world's best dad? I think if... Excuse me, gentlemen, here. If you were all the world's best dad, we'd have a slight problem, wouldn't we? But sometimes we just want to share what we feel, don't we, about... Our dads. Right, Noah, where are you? Can you come here, please? Right, we might need the other microphone, so would you like to go and fetch one from your dad? It's the one there. Ask Richard then. Oh, right, okay. Well, we use this one, shall we? Right. Serious question. You can hold the microphone. Right. What? Oh, nosing at my notes. You can't look at those now. Huh? Right. What is the most precious gift your dad could give you? Right. Slight thinking time. Mm. This is hard. This is hard. Want to go away and think about it? Yes. Going away and thinking about it. Malachi, if you say that the best thing, the most precious thing your dad can give you is a sheep, <laughs> I think your mum might be quite pleased, but I don't know about your dad. Right. He's back. Right, what is the most precious gift your dad could give you? Love. Oh, oh. isn't that? Oh, give round of applause. <laughs> Woo. 
Look, absolutely. I think your dad's smiling really well. Let me see who else can we ask. Kian. Earth to Kian. <laughs> right, what is the most precious gift your dad could give you? Um. Mm. Bananas, who said bananas? <laughs> Not bananas. <laughs> what do you think? Well, somebody saying chocolate. <laughs> a new PlayStation or anything like that. Um, Holiday to Florida. Holidays. Holidays. It is good to have family holidays, isn't it? That's brilliant. Thank you, Keen. Right, what about the most precious gift you could give to your dads? Whoa. Oh, Shirley, Shirley, thank you. Do you want to come and say something else, Malachi? Your dad, Evan does. Come, come on, Evan. Have I got to come? Oh, come on. No. Shall I take? Does he want the mic? Lou, you can tell us. Oh, he's coming. He's coming. It's always trouble when you do a family service like this. Right. Yes, what is the most precious gift you could give your dad? Wine gums. Wine gums. Right, this is something I did not know about. Stephen, what the most precious gift? Yes, Evan. Whiskey. Whiskey. <laughs> it's because he can't have real alcohol, otherwise he will get drunk again, like he did two hours ago. Right, well, so I'll t if you need counselling later, Richard and Stay, I'll have a word with you about that. Right, you can go and sit down now before you embarrass your grown-ups any further. So, we're going to do a game, just for a moment. I wonder, this will make sense later. Right, I need um, a dad and son, or maybe more to come out. Go and grab him then. Right, Kian, you coming out there? Right. Yes, you've got, to, you've got to come and stand. Now, you can all have a go at this afterwards. Oh, come on, Zeke. Come on. Right, you've got to face one another. Oh, have we, uh, Kian, have we lost you? Oh, oh, sorry, oh, he's coming, okay. Right, you have got to face one another, okay? So face one another. Right, face one another. Right, first thing you've got to do... Oh, we... Do you know I'm going to mention... Oh, I've got holes. Now, this could be interesting with, um, yes, with the Rogers family, okay? Right, face one another and put your palms together. Not your own with your parent, okay? It is not a pushing thing, so, yeah, Rogers, you can have one each. A palm each, I think that might work. Oh, oh, oh Josh, never work with children, okay? Right, now you have got to... Close your eyes. Now, promise me you're going to close them properly. Put your arms by your side. But you've got to have your eyes closed, Kian. Right? Now, put your palms together, but with your eyes closed. 
Oh, excellent. Right, put your arms down by your side. Keep your eyes closed. Right. Children, young people, turn yourself around three times. Right, keeping your eyes closed, both, everybody. Right, now find your parents or child's palms. <laughs> Noah. Right, open your eyes. Put your arms by your side. Right, last thing to do. I'm not sure why Noah is on the floor. That's right. Talk about that later. It's probably the weight of his cap. Right, arms by your sides, but this time you can look and put your palms together with your parent. Brilliant. Let's give him a round of applause. Woo! You can go and sit down now. <laughs> oh dear. I think Zeke has got his palms on other bits of his dad's anatomy, but we'll let that go for now. Right, you know, if you want to be successful in anything in life, now, kids, you need to put your devices down, please, because you've got to listen. This is for you. It's not a grown-up sermon. It's family service. Put them down. Switch them off. Be wonderful, please. Right, if you want to be successful, it's important that you keep your eyes fixed on what you want to do. Right, it was tricky, wasn't it? When you got your eyes closed or you turn around to actually find, you found them eventually, but with a struggle. But when your eyes are open and you can look at somebody's face and you can see where their hands are, you can put those palms together straight away. And it's because you're focused. You know what? Today, God, our Father, wants us to focus on things that build his kingdom. And that's to do with relationships, right? Noah, what are you doing now? Oh, oh my goodness. You probably won't need to because there's lots of things. Thank you for doing that. Right. I said this um, last year. I had, I'd forgotten. I'd completely forgotten that I did Father's Day last year until I was saving what I wanted to say and put some notes down for today on my laptop and noticed Father's Day 2016. But there was a little bit in there and I'd forgotten all about it and sometimes God wants us to remember these things. And that's just such a lovely little story. A young successful lawyer said, the greatest gift I ever received was a gift I got one Christmas when my dad gave me a small box. Right, sometimes we like the great big boxes, don't we? Because we think there might be something exciting in those. But inside the box was a note. And on the note it said, Son, this year I will give you 365 hours. An hour every day after dinner. It's yours. We'll talk about what you want to talk about. We'll go where you want to go. We'll play what you want to play. It will be your hour. I just think that is so incredible. And the man later on who was the son said, my dad not only kept his promise, but every year he renewed it. And it is the greatest gift I have ever had in 
my life. I am the result of his time. So Shirley said the greatest gift we can give is time. And that's really important. Now, sadly, lots of dads aren't like that, are they? Um, There's lots in church today whose experience of their dad is a bad one. Right, a dad who hasn't been there for them. Uh, A dad who's hurt them in different ways. But we have to remember, and I want you to remember, God is the father who is always home. He is always, always there for us. And he wants the best for us. And he's the great gift giver. And we tell that really clearly in the Bible. Steve, if we could have that verse, please. It's just one verse to look at um, today. Every good and perfect gift is from above. Coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Just read it through to yourself if you can. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. It's about growing relationship with our Father God and spending time together. Now, I have a bag down here. That is full of lollies. It's this one. Right, Evelyn, come and check for me that I'm not telling fibs. Come and have a look, see what's in here. Is it a big bag full of lollies? I think there are supposed to be 130 lollies in here. So there's one for everybody afterwards. Now, lollies, right? Is the Australian name, and this really confused me, lollies is the name for any type of sweet or chocolate. So when Roy said to me, do you want a lolly? I thought, no, I'm not really keen on lollies like that, that you have to suck, but I'll have some chocolate, but... It's Australian flies. It confuses me. I'm getting better at understanding um, what they mean. My Uncle Jack, right, has gone to glory now. He's been dead a long time. He's only 53 when he died suddenly. He used to call sweet suck. Right, suck. And if you go to the Black Country Museum, they're called sweet suck, won't they? Because you suck them. Do you know, there's different countries around the world... They call a lollipop a sucker. Well, I suppose, because you've got to suck it. It's often what it's called in the East Midlands. Not where we live, but not very far away. They don't call it a lollipop, they call it a sucker. Now, I want to tell you about another type of sucker. So, could we have the photograph up, um, please, Steve? I realise I'm getting in the way of that screen there, aren't I, just a bit? Right, this is a tree in our garden. It is an ash tree. Right, it's got a brilliant, great, big, thick trunk. But on the ash tree, can you see, there's all these little spurts growing. And in horticulture, right, that's a posh word for gardening, they're called suckers. And they grow at the base of the tree And lots of trees do this. They put out these skinny little shoots of things. And they make the tree look sort of raggedy. 
because that trunk is beautiful on that ash tree, but they make it look sort of raggedy and funny. And they're a real pain. And you know what? You can't pull them out, right? You can go up to it and you can try pulling them out, but you can't. They are really attached to the trunk of the tree. And because they're attached to the trunk, they're attached to the roots as well. And if you don't cut them off, right? If you don't cut them off, they grow and they grow tall. They make the tree look a bit strange, but they also pull all the nourishment and water away from the main part of the tree. Right, so you've got your lollies, but I want you to think about these suckers. And you know, sometimes the things that we do in our life are like suckers, and they suck away from the important things. I'll show you what I mean. Right, I need some assistance. Who would like to come and help me? Who hasn't been out yet? Come on, Ruben. Right. Do you want to come and help as well, Abby? Come on, then. And one more we'll have. Uh, come on, Jaydan. Right, I've actually cut the suckers off this tree. Right? And these are what suckers can be in our lives. You can come and help us. Okay, right, number one. Can you see it's dying off already? And this one's got a label on it, this sucker, and it says... Computer games. Can you hold that one, Ruben? And I took another one off. Oh, can you see? Because it's cut off now. This one says, Jaydan, because this might apply to you more, mobile phones. And what does this one say in here? TV. Right? Now... Those things can all be suckers in our lives because they take our time. So how does watching TV, right? How does watching TV, playing computer games, spending time on your mobile phone, take time or suck time away from more important things? Now, I'm not saying that spending time on any of these things is wrong, right? I love my iPhone. I've got an iPad, I've got a laptop. I love playing games on them. Roy and I's favorite game, if we play together, might not interest some of you young ones, but it's Scrabble. And we're a bit addicted to playing Scrabble on the computer. It's a bit easier than playing it on a, on a board because you can check out answers to see whether they're right or not so you don't miss out on your turn. Right? And Roy loves to find the longest word. He's very addicted to this game with me. Uh, I've got games on my phone. Do you know? Would you like to hold a lollipop for me? To remind us about the... Will you hold that and you can hold the lollipop? That'd be okay. You can hold that one. Okay. So, I've got games on my mobile phone. Angry Granny Run. For those of you that know Temple Run, it is the Angry Granny version of that, and she wears very strange outfits. Now, I was very worried once because when I sort of went over an obstacle, it showed you knickers. So he changed my outfit to um, Superwoman, Wonder Woman, Wonder Granny, Wonder Granny, that'll do. 
Um, survival run. I love Spider Solitaire. You'll very often find me if I've got a moment. I've got Spider Solitaire either on my iPhone or on my iPad. So they're not runging themselves. I love them. But how would your life be, do you think, if you trimmed some of these back a little bit? I was listening to the greatest British invention in the week, just parts of it. And Trevor MacDonald was on there, and he said, do you realise, because he was saying TV was the greatest invention ever, and it's a British invention. And he said that we spent 10 whole years, can you imagine that, 10 whole years of our life actually watching television. I was just staggered. Some of us will be a bit less, some of us will be a lot more than that, but 10 years? So... That's not left some of us a lot of time, has it, to do other things. So these things suck life. And if we're children of God, what shall I ask?